Hello and welcome to Very Excellent Habits, the podcast that helps you create little habits for a big life. I'm Carly Jacobs, writer and mostly sensible habit maker. This week's episode inspiration comes from my episode with Kate about running small businesses. She mentioned subscription services as great business ideas and I couldn't agree more. I didn't realize it, but I actually have a lot of subscription services I use and they're really great. So without further faffing, here are some subscription services you might like to try. Just a note before we continue, none of this is sponsored. These are just all things that I use and I love all the time or things that I've seen that I think look cool. So here goes. Have you thought about subscribing to deodorant? I have a subscription with no pong deodorant and they have a bunch of different ones, but I like to use the hint of bicarb one because the full bicarb one gives me a rash and the no bicarb one leaves me a little bit stinky. So they recently released this new one that's an in-betweeny and it is fantastic. And I don't know how they do it, but just as I'm reaching the bottom of the tin, a new tin arrives. They come in these little recyclable tins and cardboard postage. I haven't actually recycled any of the tins yet because they're so cute and I just want to do something lovely with them, like make candles or something, but you can also just be a grown up and recycle them. Can highly recommend. Another thing that you can do is subscribe to coffee. We have a subscription to Seven Seeds. That's our favorite coffee brand in Melbourne. And a new bag of beans arrives just when we need them. It's just so good to take away that mental load of remembering to buy something. Who could forget who gives a crap? We were subscribers of Who Gives a Crap, but we had to stop because it was clogging up our septic system, unfortunately. If you don't have a special needs toilet system, you should absolutely subscribe to them. I was extremely happy with our subscription, particularly in the middle of Toilet Paper Gate of 2020. If you do have the opportunity to subscribe to a toilet paper service, I know a lot of people who are very happy with Who Gives a Crap, uh, possibly not people with septic tanks, though. Another thing you could consider is meal kit delivery services. These have never actually worked very well for us because we eat quite strangely and my partner has allergies. We also live in the country, which adds another odd, weird dimension delivery wise. But the point is lots of people use them and lots of people love them. They cut down on food waste and they save you a lot of money on, you know, time and shopping and things like that. There are a lot of naysayers that jumped on the bandwagon of saying that their carbon footprint is higher than grocery stores, but there's quite a lot of reputable sources that say the exact opposite. So there was a study done at the University of Michigan that did a breakdown of it. The scientists running the study sourced and prepared five pairs of identical meals. One group used ingredients from a supermarket and the other group used meal delivery kits. The study revealed how many carbon dioxide equivalent emissions there were per meal. The average emissions were calculated to be 6.1 kilos of CO2 for a meal kit and 8.1 kilos of CO2 per meal for a grocery store meal. So that means that the grocery-based dishes produced two kilos more of CO2 per meal than a meal kit, which was an increase of 33%. 
So that's pretty good odds that the meal kit is better for carbon emissions than you doing your own shopping and prep at a grocery store. And while meal kits can contain a lot of packaging, Shelley Miller, who was the leader of the study, says it's food wastage that is a far more damaging problem for the environment. I just know a lot of people are very rightly worried about that kind of thing, so it is important to look at it. Do keep in mind that this study was done in America, although we do have similar grocery supply chains and our country is smaller and we have less people. That was just a little bit of research that I did for people out there who are worried about the environmental impacts of meal kit delivery services. And in the small amount of research that I did, they seem to stack up. If you have any research that says to the contrary, please let me know. One other listener I had mentioned dog and cat food services, and that's a whole business I didn't know existed. So you can get fresh and pre-packaged dog and cat food delivered all across Australia, which is such a fantastic thing to not have to worry about because cats can get extremely cranky if you don't feed them at precisely the correct time every day. Kate and I also mentioned in the small business episode about Kin Fertility, which is an Australian service for the pill. You can get an online doctor's appointment and it delivers to your door, which I think is a fantastic time saver. I also looked and it seems like they have prenatal vitamins too. So that's handy. I mentioned this in the group and had someone make a comment that quite firmly implied that they think Kin is irresponsible and shouldn't be allowed to run in the way that they do. I asked this person who commented for more information and they didn't respond, but I thought that I should look into it before I mention it on the podcast. And they do have qualified doctors that give proper prescriptions, but I do think it's important to use your discretion. I suspect this service is more suited to women who don't have high needs when it comes to contraception. And if you do need a bit more care, it might be better to see an in-person doctor. But if you have very basic contraceptive needs, this might be a good thing for you to look into. And if anyone does have any more information about kin fertility and whether or not it is actually an ethical and responsible service, I would love to hear it. I did do some preliminary research, didn't find much about it. So if anyone has any more info, I would love to hear it. Let's move on to something a bit lighter toothbrushes. In the past, we subscribed to Quip and Quip is fantastic and they send replacement heads for their, I'm thinking automatic, that's the wrong word. Um, What is the word? Electric is what I'm looking for, the word electric. If you are into electric toothbrushes, Quip is a fantastic idea. If you are not so into electric toothbrushes and you need ones that are more recyclable and more sustainable, you can subscribe to heaps of wooden handle toothbrush services. There are so many of them. Did you know that you can also get seeds delivered to your door for gardening? The Diggers Club and Easy Come, Easy Grow are ones that come highly recommended. We are yet to join one of these, but we are so close to joining the Diggers Club because you can enter in your climate and they send you seeds for all the things that are going to work for your garden and where you live. Did you know you can also get wine delivered? I live near a bunch of vineyards and somehow I always run out of wine when we have guests. These are great just to make sure that you always have a cheeky bottle of something in your house if you happen to run out, particularly because I spent the last 15 years living with a bottle shop walking distance from my house and I no longer do and it makes me very sad. So I have to make sure that I have extra wine on hand in case we have a little bit too much fun. 
You can also subscribe to nappies. The two that I looked up are Thank You and Tushies, and they both offer subscriptions, which is fantastic in case you run out of nappies, which you really, really, really don't want to do. Subscription services of physical products are relatively new, so I can understand a lot of people are a bit reticent about engaging in these kinds of services. We're so used to subscribing to things like Netflix or Apple Music, things that don't actually exist, but physical products, it can be a little bit difficult to wrap your head around. So here are a few tips for making sure that you aren't making a mistake in engaging with a subscription service of a physical product. Make sure you read the terms and conditions. Most reputable companies will allow you to opt out at any time, but do make sure that that's an option. You don't want to be locking yourself into 12 months of a product that you haven't yet tried. Check if the subscription auto renews and set reminders to cancel it if you want to. A lot of companies will just pop the auto renewal up and it's your responsibility to stay on top of it. It's also important to check delivery charges or extra fees before you buy and just make sure it's actually a better deal or if it makes better sense to buy it in person rather than to have it delivered. It's not always a better deal to have it delivered. It's also important to look at the company policy on where they leave parcels. If you live in a shared complex or an apartment, you may be able to organize a safe place for the parcel to be left. Otherwise, you might be forced to pick it up from the post office every time. Depending on what the product is, they may or may not be able to leave it in a communal place or in a PO box. Make sure you're also aware of the company's policy on refunds and cancellations. As I mentioned before, you don't want to be stuck with 12 months of a product that you don't use. And you also want to make sure that you can refund it if it's something that's not working for you. Before buying a long-standing subscription with a company, check to see if you get any extra benefits that add value. So that could be loyalty discounts or premium membership features, such as, you know, personalized customer service or access to premium content. It's also important to check in with your subscribers every now and then to make sure that you're not missing out on any rad deals. If you are a long-term subscriber, you often get forgotten, particularly if they're trying to recruit new customers. New customers get all the fancy stuff, so make sure that you put your hand up for it too. Also check the reviews. People are brutally honest online, believe me. So it's a great place to see if people like the product. So this week's Patreon Extra is a big old resource of reputable companies with subscription services. So if you want to get your hands on this list, just visit patreon.com forward slash very excellent habits and become a Patreon. So that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening to Very Excellent Habits, the podcast that helps you create little habits for a big life. I'm Carly Jacobs. You can find me on Instagram at Very Excellent Habits, and you can also email me contact at carlyjacobs.com. You can also record a question for me to answer on the show at speakpipe.com forward slash Very Excellent Habits. This is the last episode of the season, and I'm currently planning and recording for next season. So please leave your questions so you can hear your own voice on Very Excellent Habits and freak out in the car going, oh, it's me. And also, don't forget to leave a review. I still have that lofty out of my hands goal of getting to 500 reviews on very excellent habits. You can do that by visiting the show page in the podcast app until next time. Remember little habits, big life. Mm -hmm.